Ilya Topuria is the new featherweight champion. What a night it was last night at UFC 298. And then we get the announcement for UFC 300. We're going to recap UFC 298, get into the prediction for UFC 300 right after this. Broadcasting live from an undisclosed location. This is the community MMA with your host, Chris Cross. Yes! Yes! Let's go, baby! Dana White Privilege. Let's go, baby! What up? It's your boy Chris Cross checking in. This is the TC MMA podcast. People already getting involved in the chat room saying the UFC 300 main event is garbage. We're going to get into that here in a little bit. And do we agree or disagree? That's going to be the question. I'm excited uh, about UFC 300 after the, the announcement last night. Completely excited about this event now. They have a fight in Alex Pereira versus Jamal Hill for the light heavyweight title. That's the big announcement. And it's going to be bananas. It's going to be bananas. It's a big one. I told you if Alex Pereira faces anybody, that's good enough for me. I can't go back on it now. It's going to be a big one. But first, let's let's get past UFC 298 because last night it went down in a big way. Ilya Tapuria winning the belt over Volkanovski in a in a surprising way. This is how it went down. This is how it sounded last night. Ooh, nice right by Tapuria. Look out! Volk felt that one. Oh, Volkanovski goes down. He's out. It's over. Oh my God, Ilya Tapuria KO'd. Volkanovski and the run is over. The run is over, and this might be it for Volkanovski, man. Two KOs in a row, and I mean, this is a KO. This is bigger than Mahachev's KO, and Ilya Topuria is going to be the new featherweight champion, and people are losing their minds in the crowd. And just like that, the run is over. We saw it with Usman getting dropped by Leon Edwards. We've seen it now with Ilya Topuria dropping Volkanovski. And things are changing, man, in the UFC. There's new champions coming. Dreykus Duplessis steals the belt at 297. Now Ilya Topuria steals the belt at 298. And we were dead wrong on this one. But you know what? It is nice to see a new champion on some level, especially an undefeated champion. And, man, let's see this again because Volk is done. Volk takes a left. Yep, he felt that. Boom, big Oh, he caught him with that right. Unbelievable. Yeah, man. Boom, left, right, right misses. Then continues with the right and catches Volk. And that's it. Wow. Unreal, bro. Come on, man. Bing. He missed with the right and then bing. Volk never saw it. Volk never saw it. Both guys were in the telephone booth trading. And Ilya Topuria KOs Alexander Volkanovsky. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. Wow. And now we wait on it. And new, baby. Oh, my goodness. And when you look at the numbers, peeking into the numbers, Volk still led 46-43 in significant strikes, but the head strikes at the end for Topuria, 29-19. to No control time. Exactly what you like. Straight striking. And Volk led in body and leg strikes, but that didn't, none of that matters, right? It's a KO, but that's the way things stand. And uh, we're just in that lull right now waiting for the announcement, and Volk gives him a hug. Both guys talking it out, and you got an undefeated 15-0 Ilya Topuria, new champion. And so now you've seen the middleweight and featherweight belts change hands at the beginning of the year. And here comes Ilya Tapuria's kid with a rose, and he's all dressed up in the suit. That's cool. That's cool. And it's always tough to see these things, man, because Volk is a great, right? He's a great champion, like Uzman was. Long time. Volkanovski, long time champ. And as we move forward, who's next? Who else is going to lose the belt? The light heavyweight's been changing hands. The middleweight just changed hands. Now the featherweight. I don't think the lightweight's changing hands. I don't see Islam losing. Bantamweight could change hands next at 299. And is, is Sean O'Malley shivering right now? Because all the champions are going down. He's not a longtime champ. But all the champs are going down. And now Vera's got the chance. Marlon Vera's got the chance. Chito Vera at 299 to keep the streak alive. And I mean, everybody is in the octagon right now. I mean, everybody giving Ilya Topuri his props and we're just waiting on the announcement. We gotta wait for the announcement, it's the best part. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. And Volt can't believe it. You could just tell he's he's gonna be emotionally upset after this one. He's trying to hold it together right now. Man, Volk, I feel for you, bro. Yeah, Volk's on the verge of tears, man. Here we go. Here we go. I KO. Yeah. And no. Yes. Featherweight. Undisputed featherweight champion. Undefeated. All that stuff. You know how Bruce gets down. But Ilio Topuria, man, 15-0. and 0. And wow. Wow. Much credit to this guy, man. He gets the win over longtime champion Volkanovski. Featherweight division, UFC 298. Yeah, and that's how it went down last night. So, you know, it came to a dramatic finish after a lot of decisions. Um... You know, we were looking good going into the main event. If Volk could win, we're 4-1. and one. If he loses, we dropped a 3-2. and two. It didn't go our way. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is nice to see a new champion. We now have two champions that have fallen already in back-to-back -back pay per view events. Sean Strickland and now Alexander Volkanovsky. Is it going to be that type of year? Is Sean O'Malley going to go down next? Is Alex Pereira going to go down at UFC 300? Right? you got all these things coming up, and it's going to be highly interesting. But as we look at last night, you see on the bottom, 7-5 to five on the night. 
three and two in the main event, 33 and 27 overall. So not where we want to be, but we'll take it right now. We're up in the main event. Okay. We got to go on a little run there. But when you look at the beginning of the night, we lost with Andrea Lee, Val Woodburn, and Brinson Ribeiro. We only got Danny Barlow in the first four fights. So we're one and three before going on a six. Is that six? Yeah, six fight win streak. Rinya Nakamura, Rogerio de Lima got the KO, TKO win. Amanda Lemos beat Mackenzie Dern in a great fight. Anthony Hernandez won. Murad Davalashvili won by decision. Ian Gary won by split decision. Then Paulo Costa fell, and then Volkanovski fell. And that's the way it turned out. But great night of action, and uh, we can't complain at all. Now, as always, we try to update the do list after the pay-per-view event. Sometimes we get to it, sometimes we don't, but we had to this time because you got Pereira at number four versus Jamal Hill at number eight for the main event at UFC 300 for the light heavyweight title. Charles Oliveira still in the mix at number six. Leon Edwards, number five. Sean O'Malley, number seven. And at the top, of course, it remains unchanged. Hamza Tremayev, John Jones, Islam Mahachev with Pereira coming in at four. Shavkat at nine. Adesanya still at 10. And we had to move Tapuri up to number 12. And you see the two new champions, right? Drakus Duplessis and Ilya Tapuri are not in the top 10. And that ought to tell you we're not convinced that those two guys are going to hold on to the belt. But they very likely could at the same time, depending on who the next opponents are. I mean, who's going to take on Tapuri now? You're going to get the rematch with Volk. Probably Tapuri wins that. If Max Holloway, even if he loses a Gaethje, comes back and gets a featherweight win, he could be in line uh, in the next year for that title opportunity. Probably a last chance situation. That's why he's sitting there at number 20. So you got a lot of things that can take shape uh, over the next uh, several months. And we just got more title fights on the way where anything can happen. Now, as promised, UFC 300, Alex Pereira versus Jamal Hill. This thing is going to be ridiculous. There's a lot of talk uh, of is this the right main event and things like that. I'm here to tell you yes. As we get into the prediction, you'll see why. Neither guy lands takedowns. Both guys like to strike, very active. And it's going to be a lot like the Volkanovski-Topuria fight. And that was a featherweight fight. This will be light heavyweight. So if you thought last night was good, 300 is going to be even better. Now, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's like we want the perfect fight. And I was ready to come on here today and tell you this is terrible. It's Leon Evers versus Bilal Muhammad, whatever, but it's not terrible. Put Ada versus Jamal Hill. The only question is, is Jamal Hill ready to fight coming off the injury that's going to be a big factor in our prediction so let's get to it right now in the light heavyweight division at ufc 300 this is your main event for the light heavyweight title you got alex Pereira taking on jamal hill now Pereira nine and two jamal hill comes in at 12 and one both guys stand six four Pereira 36 years old jamal hill 32 right in his prime both guys 79-inch reach. Now, Jamal Hill stands left-handed. Pereira stands right-handed. So that's going to be a factor in this fight for sure. Jamal Hill's very active. 7.3 significant strikes per minute. That's a staple of his career. Takedown game, non-existent. Pereira, 5 significant strikes per minute. Takedown game, non-existent. So this is going to be uh, a title fight, main event, that people are going to be talking about for a long time because it's a striker's delight. Now, Pereira captured the belt. Well, first, he beat Jan Blahovich, right? 
Then he came back against Yuri and captured the belt by second round KO. And that ought to tell you that this is not going to be easy for Jamal Hill if he's going to get the belt back. Now, sweet dreams, Jamal Hill. Before the injury, we'll get into that in a moment. Beat Glover Teixeira by decision. Diago Santos, KO, and he KO'd Johnny Walker. So he was on a major run, captured the belt, and looked great doing it. The problem is he's coming off an Achilles injury in July. Right, This fight is about 8, 9, 10 months since the injury, roughly. So he should be back to full strength, but that's no guarantee. And I think that's going to be a factor in this fight. Is he coming back too quick? The UFC needed a main event. I'm sure they're calling on Jamal Hill. And is he rushing it to make it happen for the UFC? Don't know the answer to that question, but it's definitely a factor. I want to see Jamal Hill win. I like Jamal Hill. But I think a solid year after Achilles injury in MMA combat sports, when you got to be able to kick, defend kicks, you got to be able to move and slide. If you're at all slow or questioning that injury, a lot like Yuri Prochaska was, it's not going to work for you. You're not going to be at your best, especially mentally, not so much physically. And therefore, I'm leaning towards and going with Alex Pereira to win this fight simply because of that. And that'll be the talking point going forward. So I think Pereira wins this fight. I don't know if it'll be a KO. Jamal Hill is really tough. But if Pereira catches you, it could be a KO. If Jamal Hill catches you, it could be a KO. So it's going to be one of those fights. And it's going to be highly interesting. But I'm going with Alex Pereira on the simple fact that I don't think Jamal Hill is 100%. And he's coming off the injury in, in a world-class title fight. Pereira wins by either KO or decision to move to 10-2 and two and keep the belt here. Light heavyweight division, UFC 300. Yeah, so that's where we're going. We got to go with Pereira. Now, I'm going to be probably rooting for Jamal Hill. It's going to be a weird situation for me. Love to see Jamal Hill get the belt back and solidify the division. But I don't know that he's in prime form. I don't know that he's 100%. Now, it should be noted that these days, guys recover a lot quicker from Achilles than they used to. But when you're, in, in a, when you're going right to a title fight against one of the baddest dudes on the planet, Alex Pereira, you better be 100%. You can't have any doubt in your mind. For, for, for him to be fighting his first fight back against Pereira, I, I think that's going to spell trouble. But you can never doubt or give up on Jamal Hill. He's capable uh, of winning the fight against anybody. He's got a striker's chance in any situation, but he's got to come in and forget about the injury, and that's very, very difficult to do. It's going to be on his mind, unfortunately, and therefore I think Panetta wins the fight. Now, this week we'll be back. Uh, no Q&A today. We'll respond to all those things uh, in the next episode because we've got to get into you know UFC Mexico City and the Big Three. Still haven't done those predictions yet. We're getting to that right after the podcast today, but, you know, UFC Mexico City is going to be crazy. Absolutely crazy. Mexicans up and down the card, as expected, when they go to a different place, and you got Brandon Moreno at the top facing Brandon Royval. So, another wild night coming up this Saturday. But for now, this is your boy Chris Cross. Hope you have a great day, and God bless. As always, peace. Peace.